welcome to this very special edition of the Suffolk Money Podcast. Suffolk is full of incredible things. It has a stunning coastline. It has glorious views across open countryside. And it has a remarkable history. But what would you say is the essence of Suffolk? What makes Suffolk absolutely unique? Well, in this edition of the Suffolk Money podcast, supported by Kingsfleet Wealth, you'll find out about something truly remarkable that is taking place this year, the Festival of Suffolk. It was a great pleasure to be able to meet with Tim Holder and Rachel Sloan from the Festival of Suffolk to be able to find out more about the plans which are scheduled for this summer. There's lots of activities. And as you'll find out as we went through a conversation together, there is so many things in which we can all be involved. So sit back and listen to Rachel and Tim as they tell us all about this year's Festival of Suffolk. Well, about three years ago, before we'd even heard uh, the word COVID or pandemic, really, um, a group of, uh, of leaders from across Suffolk were pulled together by our Lord Lieutenant, um, Lady Claire Euston, um, to talk about what we might do to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Um, and that very quickly, even in the early stages, um, expanded to look at what Suffolk might be able to do around the Platinum Jubilee to really celebrate everything um, that our wonderful county has to offer, um, but also to see if, you know, we might be able to look at some of the challenges that the county has and as part of the whole process, look at addressing some of those challenges and, and, and looking some, for some long-term legacy outcomes. So that all happened um, and then COVID came along a few months later and uh, I think everything went quiet for, for a bit as we all were trying to deal with that situation and looking at the enormity of, of it all. Um, but sometime, I would say last summer uh, or spring, um, we started looking at it again and saying, look, you know, the county has suffered greatly. Young people have had their education disrupted. Older people um, and all of us had experienced you know, a sense of, of, of isolation and kind of, you know, de deprivation to some extent. It, it, was, it was a real shared experience. And, and it felt, even though we were all had our, our, you know, our heads up against the challenges that were going on, um, that really we had to focus on this and we had to really work together as a county uh, to create something when we came out of the end of it that would be really special and really help people to come together, to get out and about, to improve their, you know, their confidence, uh, their their mental and physical well-being, but really to, to to attempt to bring the whole of Suffolk back to life bigger and stronger than ever before. Goodness, there's quite a challenge. I mean, you've tried to put it in a bit of a nutshell there, Tim. Rachel, what's motivated you to get involved? Well, it's quite interesting that I actually, because I, you know, a lot of my work as a freelance writer, broadcaster, trainer, etc., came to a stop in lockdown. I got quite used to an easier life and thought to myself, Do you know, I think, you know, this will be the year when I won't perhaps I'll, I'll pull back a bit on work. And then Tim came to me 
and said, we need some help with the comms team. And I'm a you know, freelance writer. I write articles, press releases and things for several different charities and not-for-profits in Suffolk for my work. And I thought, you know, if I turn this down, it's two days a week I work for the team. Well, I'm paid for two days. It's actually a lot more than that. As with everything exciting, yeah, you get swept up in it. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, it's just such a mega thing. It's the biggest thing that Suffolk has ever done. If I say no, I am always going to regret it. So I've leapt on board from January onwards and I'm writing the press releases, organising the media interviews for Tim and the others, writing articles and, and just sort of throwing myself into it. And it is just such an exciting project to work on. And every time I hear about one of the events that's happening, I think, oh, I must book a ticket for that. Oh, I must go to that because it really is just going to be a great summer. And of course, the, the interesting thing is talking to the two of you, you are, first of all, both of you, you are two of the most recognised voices in Suffolk, I would say. Um, Tim, in the, the amazing work that he's done to publicise the work of the Community Foundation, and Rachel, your voice is known throughout the county. Um, Tim, we'll probably explore in a moment about the issues that you are able to highlight through this, which the Foundation must have um, a clear sense of. But Rachel, I guess you know people up and down the county and you know what's going on under the surface or, or the activities that people are planning. Um, do you know of anything like this that's ever taken place before? No, no. I mean, lots of the, some of the, there's sort of three strands to the festival. And one is the big events that are being planned, especially. Then there's the things that have naturally paused because of this, the COVID. So things like the Suffolk show. And then there's all the community events and so on that's going on. Um, and so all of those, you know, each individual thing, I know people who are involved with it, but nothing's come together in quite this way before. And, it, you know, I just can't believe it. I mean, I've done outside broadcasts at the Suffolk show for many years, but they've got this amazing plan for the Suffolk show. And we'll talk about the torch, which is the real highlight, this amazing journey the torch is gonna to make around the whole of the county and that will arrive in splendor at the Suffolk showground. So yeah, I mean, it's just mega, absolutely huge and very, very exciting. Yeah, so there must be a whole strand of different events. We might be able to refer to some of those in a moment or two. But Tim, you did mention the issues that perhaps we've talked before about some of the things that we don't always see in Suffolk. Does this give an opportunity for some of those things to be looked at in more detail or perhaps a little light shone, shone upon them? I think so. I, I would start from a, pros, a positive standpoint. And that is something that we've all learnt um, during um, the pandemic. And that, I think, is a sense of community. Uh, whether you're living in a, in a street, in a town, uh, whether you're living in a rural, isolated community, a village, a market town across the county, during the pandemic, people came together. You know, that Dunkirk spirit of, right, we're all in this together. What can we do? How can we work together to support each other? Whether it was doing people shopping, just checking that, you know, older people that were, were isolating, that was kind of the first group of people that were, that were, you know, immediately sort of shut away, looking after people and just keeping an eye, doing their prescriptions, doing their shopping, you know, getting out and about, just making sure that we all knew how we all were. And I think that was such a positive thing that, that, that was created. And I think one of the really important strands of the festival is 
to, in a fun way, in a celebratory way, away from all of that hard stuff that we went through, to actually encourage people to come together again, but in celebration, to really keep that ethos and that community spirit going. And, um, you know, I go back to sort of 1977 the jubilee and you'll remember this column we're all we're all of an age you know when we were sat in the playground at school or in our in our local street dressed from head to foot in red white and blue eating funny colored jelly and just having absolute the best time and i think you know that is imprinted in 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 my mind and i think in the mind of many many people and I think if we can bring that back as part of the Platinum Jubilee celebrations, that will be great for people of all ages. Now, we know, you know, even before the pandemic, we were talking about, you know, the challenge of older people and, and, and lots of people with their mental health with, with isolation. You know, whether they were living in rural communities or perhaps isolated, you know, in a tower block in Ipswich or or just housebound, you know, how 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 much of a problem you know, that is. Um, we also already had challenges with, you know, the aspiration levels of, of, our, of our young people and, you know, wanting them to have access to the best possible future. Um, and then all of the other issues to do with health, you know, mental health and well-being, they've all been present, but they've perhaps all been impounded and impacted even more during the pandemic. So, the Festival of Suffolk is looking through all the work that it's doing and all the events that it's doing to make it absolutely inclusive. It's a festival for everyone. Um, but we're also looking at a legacy. So all of the incredible things that um, Rachel has talked about, um, you know, the headline events, you know, bringing back the, the Suffolk calendar events and supporting them to be part of the festival and helping them to come out of mothballs, many of them. Um, but but to make them come out in, 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 in an even more inclusive way, inviting new people to come to events for the first time. Um, but then in addition to all of that, we've created a, a festival legacy fund, um, which is being built currently. There's an ambition for it to be um, you know, five million pounds over the next few years, really as a result of the festival to support many of the projects that have come to life and to support a lot of that good work. So all of the issues that we've, we've been talking about for many, for many years are all embedded in the DNA of what the festival hopes to address. It's, you know, it, it, it's in the background, but it's very much there in people's thoughts as they're planning and very much there in terms of what we hope will be the benefits to Suffolk people in the years to come. Are there any specific stated aims of the festival? Or is it a bit sort of nebulous? So there are values um, associated to everything um, that we're doing and that we're telling to people, you know, and, and, and sharing to think about um, the events that they're creating and how they might be able to make them really unique and special. And uh, original, you know, is one of the first things. Uh, what we do is new, unique. Uh, creating special unforgettable experiences um, there's the optimism being optimistic you know our sites being set on excellence you know creating a really good future with you know positive and ambitious um, talking about communities being united you know bringing generations bring diverse communities the whole of Suffolk not this sort of historic version of Suffolk of a hundred years ago but all the communities that are here now, 
bringing all of them together and having them be part of the festival and bringing all their, the diversity of their cultures to the festival um, to be compassionate. We want to make sure that no one is left behind. You know, we're respectful and equitable um, and that what we're creating is sustainable uh, and environmentally friendly and has a positive impact. And then, of course, the last thing really is to be of Suffolk. You know, a heart of this is celebrating how amazing Suffolk is as a county. You know, the love we all have for it, the love we have for our communities, the people we live and work with, and, and really just having that, that sense of, of, of belonging, you know, the wider sense of community, really. So, you know, th those, are, those are the values that sit behind uh, what we're doing. Um, Rachel, from your experience of working in Suffolk and throughout Suffolk, how do you sort of define the essence of something that is of Suffolk? Um, so that was Tim's last point there, I think, was this is of Suffolk. How, how, what, what's, how, what's your definition of that? Do you know, that's really difficult. Um, I'm Suffolk born and bred, as is Tim. I've lived in Suffolk all my life and worked in Suffolk all my life. So I think when you're a local, you take it for granted. We don't realise quite how we lucky we are in Suffolk until we go somewhere else in the country. And it's very nice to visit them, but we're so pleased to come back to our county again. And I think we're a very special community. I mean, each event that we're going to be talking about, someone has grabbed an idea and gone with it. Uh, the Festival of Suffolk itself is an organising a definite event everyone is organizing their own events and we're just pulling them all together and I think it's a sort of can-do attitude we're terribly proud of our past and you know from the countryside to the sea and all the rest of it people say oh it's hard it's better up north people are friendlier I don't think that's true I think that I mean I've moved around Suffolk in my life and I think you know people do come to you if you go to them they'll come to you and once you make a Suffolk friend you've made a Suffolk friend for life I think it's just a very special county that we take for granted and we just need to sing our praises a bit louder I know the business community have always said that haven't they that we you know we, we just take it for granted we just carry on and other parts of the country are better at patting themselves on the back and singing out loud well certainly the business community are really getting together with this because they've organized a whole series of expos for example where school children will be able to go and learn more about the amazing work opportunities there are in the county and within each sector how diverse they are so it's it's just Suffolk and we love it and this is our chance to celebrate <laughs> The question I ask myself uh, when, when, we're, when, when we're planning all of these, you know, the headline events, the partner events, the community events, is how many people in Suffolk have actually been to Newmarket? You know, Newmarket is, you know, the, one of the most iconic race venues in the world. How many people in Suffolk have actually been to Newmarket? How many people have been to snake maltings you know how many people have been to our museums our galleries uh, our theatres um, experienced our wildlife our nature reserves our historic buildings the access hasn't been equitable for for everybody and perhaps you know that there's been a perhaps a message that oh that's not for the likes of us or that's not something that we'd be interested in doing I think what the festival is trying to do is to open the whole county up you know, and say, look, if you've never been to Newmarket, the Festival of Suffolk kicks off with a Newmarket race day, you know, £12 for adults, 
children under 18 free of charge this is your opportunity you know to launch the festival and go to a race day there'll be brass bands there'll be bunting there'll be there, there, there are historic planes and suffolk punches and all sorts of things that the team at newmarket brought together um, to make it a really special family day but they're going to get the racing as well they're going to get you know top horses from ireland and and, and, and england and, and also i think from all around the world see them in action now that's something that is ours new market is suffolk it belongs to us so let's get out there and enjoy it that's what i say there is something quite unique about standing on those rails and the thundering of the hooves as they travel past you the noise and the size of those uh, horses is just something else isn't it but it's, it's just it's high it's iconic isn't it it's just yeah. absolutely iconic and anybody from anywhere in the world that is interested you know in horse racing it would be on their bucket list absolutely on their bucket list to go to Newmarket, and it's on our doorstep yeah i think we take up some of the things that tim has just mentioned and say perhaps we should all write our own little list of the places that we haven't been to however long we've lived in the county and we've always meant to i hate to confess it i've never been to a race at newmarket and i've lived in suffolk all of my life and i and, and you know you feel really bad i've done snake molds i've done the other things he said but i've not done that and i'm ashamed of myself to say it there's so much in suffolk that if we went on holiday we'd make a point of going to the to the museum or to the open gardens or whatever it might be but when they're on our doorstep we tend not to so this is a little challenge that i'm throwing out to everybody to think of all the places in suffolk you've never been to this is the year to go and go on the day when we're organizing these special events are being organized that sounds like a great idea, Rachel. So rather than just a bucket list, we call it a bucket and spade list, can we, of all the, <laughs> all the destinations that we want to get to. <laughs> um, so for me, it would be Sutton Hoo. Um, that I read lots of about Sutton Hoo. It's an amazing place. It's, it is a unique place in the world, isn't it? And mm. you watch the dig and thought, oh, I'm so proud that's in Suffolk. But I still haven't been. So, yeah, that's on my list. So, um, yeah, they've got there's, their new visitor centre, haven't they? They've got yeah. their new visitor centre all set up and ready to go. You know, a fantastic thing, an incredible piece of history that we have in our county. Uh, it's amazing stuff, absolutely remarkable. So, what events do we know about that are scheduled at the moment? Are there but, any things that we can talk about at the moment, Rachel? So many. <laughs> you you sound as though you're sort here. of going to reel them all absolutely. off to us. Yeah. We've just <laughs> launched the torch relay. Uh, which was very exciting. And it's a combination between the rickshaw challenge that they have on the one show and the torch that went round for the Olympics. And it's that, and it's a wonderful man called Mike Brennan. I said that certain people have taken ideas and run with them. Well, Mike, Mark Brennan has done this amazing job. He's worked out a route that the rickshaw can go on and it's 550 miles zigzagging and going around the county. It'll go to 250 towns and villages. And he said he's going to everywhere that's got a population of at least 500 is it Tim I think something it's like 250 that. or 500 but it's going yeah. through yeah it's going this are 250 different villages and towns mm. and at the moment we're asking communities to nominate someone to hold the torch to ride in the rickshaw and hold the torch so all the parish councils everyone across the county is being asked to find the local heroes the people that are really good for their community not just the people who've lived there for 50 years and have done amazing things for the village hall but also the younger people who are bringing fresh ideas to a to an area things like i don't know a skate park or something like that so the younger people as well to sit on board and carry the torch and it's going to be an amazing event it's going to go start on the 13th 
of May and go on till the 1st of June. And it goes at the start of the journey into the new market race day, the big day. So that will be exciting. That's its first sort of big, big pace it goes to. But then it ends its route in great splendor driving into the Suffolk show on the first and yep. in, in and be welcomed by the crowds and there's going to be a big parade and it's going to be a, an amazing experience for everyone who rides in that rickshaw and can proudly say they're representing their community and that their community has chosen them to represent everyone which I think will be a very very special thing it's an amazing feat of organisation. Mark's done an amazing job. And the three charities that run community rickshaws, so that's in Framlingham, in Stonemarket and in Bury St Edmunds, it's being led by the Bury team particularly, uh, you know, they're going to be peddling 550 miles. I mean, it's just mind-blowing, isn't it? And, and I think that was the, that the, the announcement of that gave the whole team massive amounts of confidence, you know, because, you know, our friends at Radio Suffolk and at the East Anglian Daily Times and Berry Free Press and all across the county and community radios, too. As soon as we spoke about it, it went mad on social media. And, you know, the East Anglian Daily Times said, you know, that, that the article that was pub that they published, I think it outperformed every single other article apart from the actual storm for that month, 10 to 1. So that said to us, people really want this. They really want to be part of it. So it's just the most, it gave us all a real boost, you know, to, 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 to feel that we're going in the right direction. And uh, Mark Brennan is ast astonishing. I mean, he's an amazing man and his team, I mean, goodness knows, 550 miles, but uh, what a wonderful, you know, bringing communities together, what a wonderful thing. Fantastic. I'm just um, picturing his ordnance survey map, <laughs> how many different routes he's tried. That is absolutely amazing. And you I can love see the fact it on that the it's festival website, all the, the really, routes is on there, and you can brilliant. see it. It's quite incredible. And I love the fact that it's finishing at the um, Suffolk Show, which, of course, is, as you, one of you said, is effectively starting again after a break. Exactly that. Exactly that. It hasn't gone for two years. Um, they've got, I think it, it, it's several acres specifically dedicated to celebrating um, the, the, the reign of Her Majesty the Queen and, and the Festival of Suffolk and the Platinum Jubilee and all sorts of very special elements that they're bringing to the Suffolk this year in celebration, a huge area they're creating. And then this wonderful pageant at the end where the torch is presented to, to our Lord Lieutenant. And, uh, you know, I think there are lots of surprises from the sky planned as well at that particular event uh, which I'm oh, that's a little really said. really exciting really exciting <laughs> the other thing yeah. I was going to mention is I've only seen a proof copy at the moment because it isn't actually out yet but it will be launched in early May it's an incredible book called the new Suffolk Garland and it's been put together by John and Mary James at the Oldborough bookshop along with a couple of other editors and they're pulled together Right, it's an anthology of Suffolk, really. So it's lots of people whose names are very familiar to us, uh, Delia Smith and Ed Sheeran and lots of others, bits of, of their writings and their thoughts on Suffolk, combined with Charles Dickens and Pickwick Papers talking about Ipswich. I mean, literally, it's complete spread. Charlie Haylock talking about uh, the Suffolk dialect, for example. And then it's, I think it's wonderful. You know, you've got Griff, Griff Rees-Jones, and then you've got this lovely lady who is a carer from, uh, who's come to the, to the country, uh, to the county rather, and she's written her thoughts on Suffolk from Rwanda, I think it is. And then you've got Albert Grant, who was the first black councillor and mayor of Suffolk, his thoughts. So it's 
a real love story to Suffolk. And they've produced this beautiful book of both writings and artwork that's gonna be sold to raise money for the Festival of Suffolk Legacy Fund. Um, and that's being launched in early March. And I'm really excited to actually see. The book itself costs 20 pounds, but what's wonderful is they're doing this great big, beautiful edition for 100 pounds in a lovely presentation and everything. And the first copy, of course, is going to the Queen. So it's oh, a present for the Queen from that's lovely, yeah. isn't it? Every event has got something wonderful connected to it. So there's an amazing product in itself, an amazing record of Suffolk, but it's going to be given to every Suffolk library and it's going to be delivered to every Suffolk school. And that's the flip side. You know, whatever we're doing, we're looking at what can we do to make this special for, 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 for everyone. That's, that's lovely. That's um... Great ideas there, and it's just such a nice touch about edition number one or copy number one. Fabulous, really, really great. And I think actually this is all coming back to this part of the, one of the great things about Suffolk, and it's probably also his worst enemy, is we don't talk about how wonderful it is enough. Do we? Um, and it's really why we do this podcast because I've met so many incredible business people, charities, and so on, and. We just they just get on with their work and they're fabulous at what they do and it's lovely just like talking to the two of you to just draw out some of these things that perhaps we just think oh well everybody does it but they don't and Suffolk is unique from that perspective isn't it mm -hmm. yeah what else have we got Rachel what else have we got lined up oh, in your, your long list sea. Festival of the Sea, that's part of it as well. Royal Hospital School is doing an amazing free day of events there. We've also got, oh, I love this, there's going to be a parade of boats that's going to go up from Ipswich to join in with Harwich and Felixstowe boats. So there's going to be a flotilla that goes, this is all sort of across the 11th, 12th of June, that sort of time. And the flotilla, I'm looking out my window now because I can see the sea out my window. The flotilla is going to go all the way from Harwich and Felixstowe right the way up to the Norfolk coast. And everyone's invited to come and have picnics on the beach and so on and watch this amazing procession of boats of all shapes and sizes sailing up. Um, so it's a real celebration of our coastline as well. Do they have to wait for you to give them an official salute as you go past, as they go <laughs> past you, Rachel? <laughs> well, that's a good idea. We'll add it to the list. I hadn't thought about that. Jim, put it in the diary. <laughs> very big hat, Rachel. That's what's <laughs> Very, very, very big hat. <laughs> but again, isn't that a lovely thing that, again, the, the, the privilege of Suffolk is the countryside and the sea. You know, having the two is, is just fantastic. And having that coastline with it's it's variety is comes back to your point tim about um about we're an inclusive county but we're inclusive because the variety that we have just in the county itself of its of its natural self and the people are different too so let's let's incorporate everything absolutely and, and on land uh, we've got a really wonderful project that is coordinated with Her Majesty the Queen's um, Commonwealth Green Canopy and uh, Diana Hunt in this county and Robert Rouse and various charities involved in uh, the wildlife woodland, etc, all getting together and there is a big countywide pledge to plant 770,000 um, trees and hedgerows um, in commemoration of the Festival of Suffolk and the Platinum Jubilee, one for every head of population. 
And that's been launched and is going fantastically well. And I happen to know, and I'm not going to say because it's embargoed at the moment, but I know that there is a fantastic amount of trees and hedgerows that have been pledged. And it's not just about the environment and green space and, you know, bringing green space to the towns and, uh, uh, you know, planting trees where trees have you know perhaps disappeared over the years. But it's all about, you know, young people engaging with understanding about trees, nurturing them, you know, nurturing their saplings, planting them in their schools, planting them in their villages and, and looking after the trees that we already have and connecting all of those hedgerows again, because that's where, you know, all the wildlife travels around the county via the hedgerows. And so that's another huge project, but it is unbelievable how far they've got. And I think in a couple of weeks time, people will, will hear how far the project has gone. But uh, I mean, what a legacy for Suffolk and what a way to introduce people again, you know, and young people to nature and to the outdoors and to, you know, they're probably more passionate and more, it's more in their DNA, this, you know, crisis, this world climate crisis that, that we have. They're probably more, even more passionate than any of us um, to, to, to address that. And then, you know, that's something that you know, everybody can get involved in too. You know, not an actual event, but a kind of a, an ongoing um, lifelong, beyond our life, uh, project and uh, you know uh, legacy. While we're talking about young people, can I tell you a bit more about the business expos because that is really very much. I said about the business world in Suffolk got together on it. There's six different sectors represented, and they're going to have these days where both uh, the big companies and the SMEs come together to exhibit. And there's a technology day at BT at Martisham, education beyond teaching at the University of Suffolk. So things like classroom helpers and producing materials that are used in the classroom and so on. So what sort of jobs are available there? Then there's energy days at EDF. We've got financial things at Willis. Um, sustainable, the environment and so on is Vertas, which is going to be at Endeavour House and the Hold. And then there's going to be a day on health, fitness and well-being, which Abbeycroft, Leisure and Berry are leading on. And the idea is the business will come together to exhibit, put on fun things for the kids to do. And their school parties are going to come and experience that to find out what jobs are available locally, what sectors, but also what diverse jobs are available in those sectors. I love the thought of, you know, classroom helpers and school dinner ladies, maybe, I don't know, and, and materials and everything else. It isn't just being a professor or being a teacher, there's a lot more than that. And that's, they're already booking those. There's an, you know, a website, the details are all online and the businesses and the SMEs will use also that opportunity to network and share ideas and so on. So that's gonna be an amazing series. It starts on the 21st of June and goes on to the 1st of July. Uh, and again, all that's online as well, but it's, everyone has really got behind this idea of kickstarting Suffolk all over again and having, you know, we're here, we've got great things going on in our county. Let's sing it to the high heavens. Let's restart the county after this little pause that we've all been forced to have and have some fun at the same time and have this legacy, not just financial, but also for the future for employment and job. You know, the kids don't have to go off to the city or anything to get a job. So they're right here on our doorstep. If we're allowed to talk about parties. Oh, because oh, parties are parties are really part of I this. think they're back in vogue again. They were out of vogue. For well, you know, um, so we've got, you know, hundreds of communities across the county planning their Jubilee 
uh, parties and we encourage everybody that's actually doing that to let us know because you know the festival of suffolk really is about creating as as well an everlasting memory together of exactly what happened at this point in time so if you've got your street party going on in your village or your your flower festival or your your village fete or whatever tell us about it we'll include it on the website it can become part of the festival of suffolk but at the end of all of these amazing celebrations that we're going to have and, and, and important pieces of work as well that are going on, we are going to have the biggest party that Suffolk has seen for a very, very long time. And that is going to be happening on the 10th of September at the Suffolk Showground. Um, we're working in partnership uh, with a national organisation called Let's Rock. And Lex Rock are going to bring their huge festival day to Trinity Park for the first time on the 10th of September as the finale party for the Festival of Suffolk. And that is a great big day of all sorts of activities for people to come to. It's like a, a you know, a, a festival packed into a day, but then with the most huge concert at the end, um, all very sort of 80s retro theme. Um, something that is really popular with with young people these days they're all going back to the the music of our youth colin i think probably proper, proper music no. i think you'll find him uh, proper yeah, music right. that's right, that's right. Um, yeah, that's good. and and we've got everybody from abc to orchestral maneuvers in the dark to adam Ant, to toya to uh, heather Nick small Kershaw. Nick Nick Kershaw. Kershaw. Oh, um, and that is just going to be phenomenal. And, and we're also, as part of the Festival Legacy, going to be working. Um, Let's Rock are really keen to be able to invite as many um, of the people that have been involved in the festival, particularly those from, from, from the groups that have participated, whether they're parish councils or charities or community groups. And we're going to be doing a great big announcement about an invitation for, for those people to come and join in for free. So that is um, going to be absolutely a fantastic project um, that's going on and a really fitting finale. And they're hoping 15, 20,000 people at Trinity Park on September the, on September the 10th. And uh, yeah, tickets are on sale for that now as well. I would say just to see OMD is worth the um, entrance fee alone. Seen them so many times, wonderful. They're all in the mix and I, I'm looking forward to it. I think there'll be, from, from what I've seen, I'm, I'm picturing, you know, lots of Madonna outfits going on. <laughs> so obviously that will be you, Colin. And yeah, then yeah, that will be um, Rod Stewart <laughs> and all sorts of, of, you know, of, of, of all sorts of those kind of outfits reminding us of the fun times that we had. And uh, I think that's just a wonderful way to bring everything to a, to a crescendo, okay. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it great? Um, that would be just a, a great event by itself never mind the fact that it's bringing everything else to a, you know a, a really good conclusion that's that's wonderful so how do we find out about all these activities because there seems so much i know we're only just scratching the surface but how do we find out about them it's the website i mean literally there's this amazing website that's got pictures it's got dates it's got the ideas behind the festival it's got how you can send the details of what you're doing in um so it's festivalofsuffolk.org and it's there and we'd love to hear from you i mean uh, we for example redling field have already told us they're planning to pedal to the palace would you believe 
Um, Westleton's got a wildflower festival, Hawley's got a flower cascade. I mean, we're hearing about all the different village events as well. The world of the arts of joining in. So there's concerts going on, there's art events going on. All of that is on there. So if you go to the website, it literally has every bit of information you could possibly need. And you know, the, the message to everybody is, it's not too late to get involved. We're just now in early March. Uh, the Platinum Jubilee is in the beginning, end of May, beginning of June. Plenty of time. If you're planning events, if you're thinking about doing things, now's the time. You know, be a part of this festival. This festival will be as brilliant as Suffolk decides to make it. The festival team are here wanting to tell the stories, wanting to spread all the positivity um, that's going on to encourage others to get involved. But this is a festival for you. Whoever's listening to this podcast, this is a festival for you, for your parents, for your children, for your family, um, for your community. So step up and get involved and help us reset, recover and recharge the whole of Suffolk. Sounds absolutely marvellous. Um, well, Rachel, I can understand why you chose to get involved when it was <laughs> it must be so exciting and Tim you're always absolutely full of enthusiasm for the work that goes on in Suffolk so thank you both that's been just wonderful any other things that you want to get across in terms of what's going on there is one thing that we haven't mentioned Rachel and that is the community games oh yes there's going to be a community games for people to join in so the sporty types amongst us which is not perhaps Tim and I, uh, I guess going to Rachel. be there. <laughs> <laughs> <But> yes, <laughs> in, in July, there's going to be a big community game. So perhaps a little bit like our own mini Olympics is going to be held. Details still to be announced. But also there are fun runs, there are park runs, all of those are getting involved as well. So really, whether you're interested in the arts or whether you're interested in sport or nature or wildlife or history or the sea or whatever it might be there is something in this festival for you and perhaps you'll discover something you didn't know you were interested in as well and the other thing that we should probably mention is um, the memorabilia oh yeah there's this wonderful set of memorabilia so you not only can go to events but you can you can have something to keep with you whether it's a mug or a coaster as a t-shirt a hoodie um, and of course our lovely beautiful picture of the queen that's been incorporated into our now i always want to call it an emblem but uh what are we calling it's, it it's a symbol. symbol there's all sorts of politics around what you can call it it's a symbol a symbol <laughs> of suffolk specially designed for us and it's absolutely beautiful and it's on all the merchandising picture of the queen included and uh i think it's going to be a, a lovely memento of the day and the East Anglian Daily Times have organised that all for us and the um, shop selling them is uh, uh, open online now and you can get to it via the website. And a nice proportion of the profits going again into the Festival of Suffolk Legacy Fund. So every time you don a t-shirt, wave a flag, buy some bunting, you're making a difference in Suffolk as well. That sounds like uh, the ideal objective really, doesn't it? With it's not just lining someone's pockets, but it's actually going to remain in Suffolk. It's a conversation we've often had, isn't it, about raising funds that can disappear out of the county. But it's nice to know that these are uh, arrangements which will support people in Suffolk for a long time to come. So thank you both so much for 
uh, what you've done as part of the organising uh, team or stimulating thought with others, but also just your enthusiasm uh, for this event, but for Suffolk as a whole. It's been wonderful to hear from you both. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks, Colin. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Suffolk Money podcast supported by King's Fleet Wealth. I'm very grateful as ever to those who carry out so much hard work for us in the background, to Joy Day as she works on our web presence, uh, for Kevin Birch and to Sally Birch for the work which they do respectively on editing and booking speakers and the production part of this work. Don't forget that this is something that we would like you to know about every time a new edition is launched. And if you ensure that you like and follow us on your podcast provider of choice, then you will always be notified when a new edition is available. We're always looking for new stories that talk about money in Suffolk. And don't forget, that's because there's only three things you can do with money. You can spend it, you can save it, or you can give it away. So we're talking to the charities and community groups who work in this wonderful county of ours, business people and entrepreneurs, and we'll bring you the finance news that comes with uh, working with Kingsfleet Wealth. So thank you so much for listening to this edition. We hope that we'll have you with us again very soon uh, in the Suffolk Money podcast. <laughs>